Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hi, Terry. How you doing? Um, I'm great. How are you? I'm tired. Are you? Yeah, just a little bit. Did you Did you nap today? Oh, I napped. Yeah. Why are you tired? Well, Katie Jean, I have my period. And as things go, <laughs> they're always pretty bad. <laughs> we laugh like it's not laughable, but we're, we're laughing because there's nothing else to do. You must laugh in the face of danger. Oh, and that death. is basically <laughs> what my period is. I've been up since 3 a.m., Aside from my little nap that I took from like 3.30 to like 4.45. And uh, bleeding a lot. So that's cool. Really Probably cool. going to need an iron infusion at some point in the coming weeks. Love that for you. Love that for me. Um, yeah, so that's where I am. That's where you are? Yeah. I am... Um... Well, after, so we went to a hockey game yesterday with Maggie and Rachel, um, which was a lot of fun. We I, sure did. I ate my body weight in chicken fingers and french fries, and I also ate my body weight today in chicken fingers and french fries, and fried mac and cheese bites. But you know, like, because, you know, when you're commuting, not that, like, we were on, like, alert by any means necessary, but you're kind of, like, trying to figure out, like, where you're going, where you're meeting up with yeah. people. You're watching the game. The game actually got really good. Tom was, like, impressed that I was, like, into it. Yeah, no, like, it was a really good okay. It was a very good game. It was a Rangers game, and I, as Devils fan, like, they're our biggest rival, obviously. Teresa was clapping when the other team scored. Yeah, so I was rooting for Calgary, um, which they lost in overtime, so the Rangers won, which, whatever, fine. The Devils won in overtime last night, so that is a big, you know, deal for us. Um, but my favorite ex-Devil, or one of my favorite ex-Devils, I can't say he is the top, but one of them, he plays for Calgary. So, like, I had, like, I had invested interest in this other team. And he scored. So, I was happy to see him. It was, I also just love when, like, the fights break out. And at one point, so like, everyone was on, that was on the ice was fighting. Yeah. I live for moments like that. Like, fights in real life, I'm like, ew. Like, oh, I'm, like I'm like, oh my god, you guys are fucking, like, adolescent children. Yes. Go away. Fights in hockey, I'm like, fuck yes. Daddy. Where's the blood? Daddy. <laughs> punch me in the face next time. Like... <laughs> But like, and then it got like very heated in the end because then um, there was a bad call on who who Canada scoring. Canada. <laughs> so everyone in Canada scored. Oh, also fun fact: Teresa knows the entire Canadian national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> she sang the whole fucking thing. And first of all, it's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> he well, whoever was singing did a phenomenal job. He did. He's some guy from Broadway. Uh, Good to my head. I don't know his name. But he did a really good job. Um, the Canadian National Anthem's great. So in, like, <laughs> fifth grade... Fifth grade, people. We had to do, like, a report on a different country. And I picked Canada because two reasons. Oh, sweet Jesus. Hockey, obviously, and Shania Twain. Oh, those are phenomenal reasons. Because if you don't like Shania Twain... You're getting deported. Yeah, to go away. Europe. Uh, how do you not love Shania Twain? What 90s child did not grow up and love Shania Twain? And if you are of our age, you probably want to be her. Because yeah. we do. Like, just, her at the Grammys, like, I was like, 
I want to be as hot as Shania Twain. She's I'm fucking afraid. beautiful. But yeah, so I was like, whatever. So I had I had to learn the national anthem and do a whole report <laughs> on Canada. And I had to bring like some Canadian food in, which I don't remember what I brought in. And then um, I dressed like Shania Twain, so I had on a leather skirt, oh my boots, God. and like uh, a white man's t-shirt, like man, I feel like a woman. And like a, like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's how I know the Canadian National Anthem by heart now. It's so funny we're talking about like school projects, because like this is bringing back memories of third grade, where we had to do like a project on a female, I don't want to say like hero, but like some, a female, a famous female. Okay. And... Do you know who Annie Oakley is? Yeah, but why? Because she's, she's a murderer. Best... No, she didn't murder anybody, but she was like the best fucking trick shooter. Oh. She like met with like Buffalo Bill. Like, oh yeah, Annie, go, Annie, go get your gun. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I saw, I saw when I went when we were in Colorado, we went to Buffalo Bill's grave, and I think like there was like a whole, there's a whole section of her. Yeah, so I was upset. I don't know why, but like maybe that's why I like country music also so much and I'm in my cowboy romance era because I fucking love Annie Oakley I, w- I literally every time there was a project my mom was like ugh let me do Annie Oakley again and I had to dress up like her too so I wore like a long flowing skirt a massive wide like belt buckle from my mother's closet because that's how my mother rolls um like a button-up t-shirt also and a cow- cowboy hat oh, I was that. like fucking style should, in my cowboy boots we should bring back our Annie Oakley Shania Twain phases we can totally bring back our Shania Twain phases I'll start now. so much. Um, anywho, so on this long rant, so I was, like, up for a while last night, because I feel like once you, like, once you start doing shit at mm-hmm. night, as, like, a fucking adult, you can't, like, just cr- crash. I mean, I can crash anywhere, preferably a car. Um, like, you know, like, inside of a car, like, sleeping. On the right, 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 right. Not, yeah, like, not crashing like actually crash your car. Um, but I literally got home, and I was watching... Ugh, I just, like, sound so old. I like watching documentaries and shit, so, like... Obviously, I don't know why, but I'm obsessed with the Curse of Oak Island, even though they find fucking nothing, and, like, there's, like, barely any discoveries, but then they have, like, a spinoff called Beyond Oak Island, where, like, they help out other pirate, like, seeking treasure people, and I'm weirdly invested. I don't also know why, but I'm obsessed with Gary Drayton, who's, like, the metal detecting expert, (laughs) I just, like, need to see what he finds. Sure. So, that's what I did last night, so I was a little tired this morning, too. Wow. Very... (laughs) <laughs> tired for different reasons, but tired for different valid reasons. nonetheless. Uh, and, that's, and that's how we come full circle. We're here now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we definitely are here now. Um, what have you been reading? So, as y'all know, I'm a mood reader. And as I'm also trying to work on finishing series because I yes. as you know am the absolute worst at starting and never finishing a series so I'm almost on the broken bond series I had the last book on audio to finish and I'm like I have three hours left I just haven't had the momentum to put a headphone in and like listen yet um but I am on this Catherine Cowles kick and Kylie and Mary so Kindle Me Crazy and Rose uh, Roses Are Red um they love Catherine Cowles. And I was like, you know what? I, like, picked up the second book of Daughter of the World. And it was, like, I'm literally 7% in. So I can't, you can't even judge a book 7% in. It was interesting. It definitely held my attention. But for some reason, like, you know when you, you're you not going to like a book as much because you're not... In the mood for it? Not even, like, in the mood for it. But, like, you're not, like, fully fixated on the words. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do it justice. 
let me just like put this to the side and let me just pick up and Jasper Vale just came out so let me pick up Jasper Vale and I was like oh my god this is just chef's kiss and I was like you know what? I don't I still don't think I want to go back to that yet and now I went down a rabbit hole and by down a rabbit hole I, I'm two books in but I read Whispers of You which is the first in the Lost and Found series and I just read Tattered Stars which is Tattered and Torn book one I think there's five or six books and let me just tell you people if you're a fan of like Nora Roberts this is Nora Roberts on crack. I never read Nora Roberts. Though. They're phenomenal. And I'm sorry, like old school Nora Roberts. Like yeah. her romance mystery books. This, these are like suspenseful mystery romance. Like, and like there's, there's spice, but it's not like super descriptive, like tons of like sex and like everything else that goes with it. There's really not a lot of fore, foreplay. It's more of like kiss, I need you, fuck, and then boom. And yeah, it's like pretty. That's like normal life. Yeah, it's very normal life. But the stories she writes, like you become very captivated, and like you see everything so well in your mind. Like the town in tattered stars, I I see it, full circle. I like I know exactly what this all looks like. So I'm very invested. So now I'm gonna start book two. I love They're that also for you. like three hundred to three hundred thirty pages. So easy binge reading. I love you that know? for you. Thanks. You're your romance. Or who am I? You're me, like, you're me. I know. Well, what are you reading, Teresa Marie? Well, I was going to go back and be like, what did I talk about last time? And then fill in the gaps. I don't remember if I <laughs> talked about The Doctor by Nikki Sloan. I really don't think you did. I don't think I did because I have a lot of feelings about it. Tell us. So, oops, cat hair. So, I listened to The Pool Boy by Nikki Sloan first. And it's like an age gap romance, older woman, younger guy. It's her like best friend's son. It's not weird. He's in his like mid twenties, like whatever. It was really good. Good. Like if you're looking for just like smut and like short, it was, it was great. The audio was done really well. So I was like, okay, I'll go back and I'll start at book one. So there's four books I think out in like the National Neighbor series. So it's the doctor, the pool boy, the architect and the frat boy. And Scribes also had The Doctor, so I was like, okay, I'll listen to that, and then I'll download the last two books and read them. <laughs> the Doctor. What a fever dream. This book. I wanted to, I'm just going to read my Goodreads review of it. Please do. Okay. Two stars, but only because I somehow managed to listen to the entire thing. And the narrators were great, but the story was beyond weird. The father watches his son have sex with his girlfriend, who the father is secretly having fantasies about. The father lusts after his girlfriend's, his son's girlfriend when he sees her in her fucking prom dress. Excuse me, sir. I don't care if she was 18 at the time. That's fucking weird. <laughs> then the girlfriend breaks up with her boyfriend, immediately goes upstairs and has sex with her ex-boyfriend's dad. While having sex with his son's ex-girlfriend, father talks to the girl about having sex with his son. Did you ever fantasize me about when you were with my son? That's fucking weird. Very. I want all of these characters to go to therapy. Greg, the adult trauma <laughs> surgeon, most of all, because what the fucking hell? Cassidy's 19, dot, 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 19. So the therapy she'll need is to get over the trauma of being groomed by her ex-boyfriend's 40-year-old father. Honestly, Preston should have, Preston seemed horrible, but the kid is also 19. What do you expect? He's the only person in the whole story who deserves any kind of redemption. The 19-year-old being a bad boyfriend doesn't excuse the creep behavior of his father. The fact that he's made out to be the bad guy is so silly. Like, I wish he called the cops on his dad. I can't believe they tried to make Preston the villain of the story. The dumb 19-year-old boy, uh, not the father who sleeps with his son's ex-girlfriend, who have I mentioned, she's 19. 
You know what I would do if my mom tells my boyfriend? Murder. I would like, so funny. <laughs> but, like, that wasn't the intention. It was just out of control. Cassidy literally shows up in her prom dress to seduce the dad after Ew. the dad admits to her that he fantasized about her in it. Like, if I was 19 and a grown-ass man told me he saw me at my high school prom, the I same prom that I went to with his son, and that he was turned on by me at the age of 18, only assuming she's 18 because if not, that's worse, I would have literally called the CIA. Hello? Someone come get this man. He's obviously unwell. Anyway, read at your own risk, I guess. Um, <laughs> it was so fucking, like, there was so, so much, first of all, his name's Greg. First red flag. But, like, imagine, imagine breaking up with your high school boyfriend, and his dad's like, hey, you just broke up with my son, and, like, then he brings you upstairs and has sex with you, and then it's like, by the way, when I saw you at prom... I just go home and jerk off. It's just bizarre. And I get like everyone's into like their different kinks and different tropes not and right. age gap, like to each their own. Not for me. Personally, I'm not on board with that. I, I just, it just would not do anything for me either. If she was like in her like 20, 20s, like 20s, and like, 20s. The, but, like 19, and I think he's like, I think he was like technically like 39 or 40. I'm sorry. That's fucking weird. Like I'm 34. If. I knew somebody 34 dating a 19-year-old. I'd be like, that's fucking weird. I agree. And then you add the whole, like, I watched her have sex with my son. That's bizarre. And, like, got turned on by it. Yeah, that, that's, like, very bizarre. Sir, have you considered a therapy? Yeah. That's yeah. a predator. Yeah, it's creepy. Greg's a predator. Does nothing for me. No. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I don't recommend... Um, I have started reading The Architect since then, and it is very kinky. If you're looking for, like, just straight-up spice, like, that is the book that you want to go with. Like, all of these books of spice starts within, like, the first, like, three chapters. So it is, like, they are just, like, smutty, smutty okay. books. Okay. Um, I think I talked about Heated Rivalry in the Long Game. I think you did. The MM Hockey Romances, if I didn't, go read them. Um... Then I read The Arc of the Right Move, which actually comes out today. So when you're listening to this, it'll be 24 hours old. It's book two in the Windy City. Duology, the first book with Mile High. Both are by Liz Tomford, obviously. Um, Mile High follows Xanders, who's a hockey player, and The Right Move follows Ryan, who is a basketball player. Um, and they're interconnected standalones, five stars, so good. Um, then Powerless, we both read the arc of powerless it's literally fucking incredible and that comes out next no no the 10th yeah it was really fucking good so that's by elsie silver and that's book three in the chest what is it chestnut Chestnut springs Springs. um so flawless and heartless are the first two this is so good powerless follows jasper who's a hockey player he's a goalie and a cowboy yes and it's like childhood childhood best friends to lovers there's like a lot of like a, there's like a lot more like trauma going on in this one. A lot more spice too. Yeah. I really liked it. I to me, I still am obsessed with um, Cade. There's just something for about him that I can't get past, and I do still think Willa is the best female. Yes. Of this of all the books, but I will say this was still a five star read to me. This was incredible. Yeah, I gave it a four and a half. But I think, I think I give the first two fives. This was my least favorite, but I think I had the highest expectations going into it. Okay. Because I was like, ooh, hockey player and cowboy. And I think, like, 
flawless and heartless were more like were lighter like the story yes, was like they were a more lighter. like light and like fun and fluffy there was some some thickness to this yes. in terms of um, like what they were dealing with and they were both like very sad and traumatized by things that happened like in their past and with her like I guess even more recently with things like her father and stuff so it was amazing but if I had to compare it it would be my least favorite, but, like, still amazing story. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like you can even say least favorite, because it, like, I feel like that doesn't... No, right, convey, like, I don't, like, say like, least favorite, yeah. Because yeah. it sounds like that it wasn't good, but, but it like, was. But, like, it was literally... Like, I think I read it in one day. Like, I don't think I did anything but read that yeah. book when the art dropped. Um, and if you haven't read her other series... Off to the Races? Mm, is that what it's called? That's the first book in it. Yes, but it's... I haven't read it. It's a spinoff with Violet, which is one of the sisters. It's really good. I don't think it is as good, um, but the front runner of, of it's like book three of the series. That to me is my favorite. But I still like if to me like the Chestnut Spring series is like an overall five star yeah. series. Like the other series would be like four or five, four seven five. So again, like not terrible no. by any means necessary. Um, but still, like, this one coming out was better. And you know what we both also read, too? The Scepter. I didn't read it. You didn't read that yet? No. Sorry. Continue with what you've been doing. <laughs> I was going to say, we both read Jasper Vale. Yes, and that was also... That I did get five stars. I think that might be one of my favorites of the series so far. It was incredible. Another Jasper. So we got Jasper, Powerless, Jasper, and Jasper Vale. I read those back-to-back. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> I was, was like, all, wait, was which book back. is which? Um... But yeah, no, I really, really liked it. Um, that follows Eloise Eden, so that's Eden's book four. Um, oh, you know what? I'm getting my Jasper's mixed up. This one has more spice, not powerless. Uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe both Jaspers turned it up a little notch. I don't know if powerless was more spicy, but he is like a like dominant. Yeah. Like, you're right. And it's like a little more kinky and yeah. dominant. But this, but for Demi Perry, I think this had a little more spice in it. Yes. But it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Continue. No, I was just going to say what it was about, but that was it. You can. Just about the sister Eloise and how she marries Jasper Vale, if you couldn't have guessed his name, <laughs> uh, in Vegas. He's a sad boy, too. Both of the Jaspers are sad They're boys. They're sad boys. Who need some saving. They really do. I know. Very dominant types. Yes. Um, so if you're a fan of Jay Bray... Uh, she comes out with a new series called Immortal Fates, and she released a minor intermish, but, so the scepter is the prequel, mm, yes, I said that correctly, sorry, yeah. my brain's off functioning, um, and it's really good. It's a novella, right? It's a, yeah, it's a novella, it's very short, it's literally like 87 pages, but it's like, I guess, my assumption would be it's setting everything up for book one. Yeah. Which I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of get, like, a little bit of, like, an intro into what the backstory is before, like, getting into that. Like, instead of putting that in book one, like, you kind of get more into, like, your meat and potatoes, if you will. Yes. Um, and her the cover of both the prequel and book one are fucking beautiful. Yeah. Like, Jabri, whoever she hires to do any of her book covers, yeah, like... they're all amazing. Godspeed. They're phenomenal. Um... So I really enjoyed the novella. I mean, I, I gave it five stars, but like, I feel like you can't really judge a novella because it's not long enough to, but like I very much was intrigued by where it was going. Yeah. 
So I'd be curious yeah, as no, to how. To definitely read that. You literally can do it in seven seconds. I hate you. I, I will do it in seven seconds. And tis, tis all I have read. I read When in Rome as well by Sarah Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, she also, I read by her, not recently, but in general, um, Off Limits Roommate, I believe, or something like that. And then The Cheat Sheet. So she does like really cute like romances, like uh, Fade to Black, Closed Door. We're, we're not sure what the difference is between the <laughs> we two. Were we were literally giving each other right definitions now. yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we were like, well, I think it's Fade to Black. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, no Spice. So if you're looking for a No Spice romance, it's super, super cute. I think I gave it like 4.25 because I thought the ending was like a little rushed, but the characters are cute. The story's cute. I'm going to read the next one when it comes out. It's about one of the sisters. So, cute. And cute. now, I'm 70% into The Architect, which is a Nikki Sloan book. And I just started All Roads. By Mariana Zapata. How is that so far? I'm like 20 pages in. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> and I'm listening to Radiant Sin, which is um, it's an arc that I got from Beck Alley of the next Katie Robert book. And uh, I think that's all I got going on right now. Yeah, I'm going to start All Roads. I think I really need to finish um, Unbroken Bonds. And again, I only have three and a half hours left, so it's like... Tomorrow might just be one of the days where, like, I start cleaning a little bit and put my headphone in and just, yeah, get it going, get it going, because I want to start listening to All Roads by Thursday or Friday, the absolute latest. Because she's thick. Yeah, she is thick. She's like 600 pages. And it's so, Mariana Zapata, so it's, like, slow, 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 exactly. slow burn. I thought, like, because, I mean, I know we talked about Colty last time we were doing a Spilling the Tea, because um, I finally read it, aka listened to it, but... I, I'm glad I knew it was a super slow burn because I think it's good to have the heads up, at least for me. Yes. But I really didn't mind it because, again, the story was just so good. Yeah, no, I don't mind slow burn if I know it's slow burn going in. Like, the first Mariana Zapata book I read was Wall of Winnipeg and Me, and I didn't know anything about her books. I just, like, randomly, like, downloaded it. And I was like, oh, my God, these two, are they ever going to kiss? And then you get, like, the smallest payoff at the end, and I was like, wait, that's it. So then, like, when I read From Luke Off With Love, I knew, like, I'm like, all right, this is her blueprint. Like, yeah. And I and I love From Luke Off With Love, and Colty, like, is phenomenal. So I know I'm going to like it. That's kind of how, like, I feel like, like, it's more, like, character-driven. Yes. And, like, you go through, like, a journey with them. Yes, that's exactly what Catherine Cowles is, too. Like, there there is a scene, like, I think, um, for Tattered and Stars, Tattered Stars, whatever it's called, because I can't remember any titles anymore now, either. I think their, quote-unquote, spicy scene was maybe at like 70%, 67% of the book. And it's not like a lot, but like you're just so invested in the characters that you just yeah. like, I didn't even care. Yeah. And okay. I haven't read The Simple Wild, but I've seen people compare the two. All Roads and, and uh, The Simple Wild. I'm trying to remember. What? By K.A. Tucker? Yeah. It definitely was a slow burn. No, I think just like that. I think just like but the story in general. But I don't think there's any spice. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like she like moves back to like her hometown. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought you meant like spice was. I was like, I'm fairly certain. No. Simple wild spade to back black. But again, like just the story was beautiful that I didn't care. Yeah. So I'm not like that's the thing. If I'm looking for spice, then I'll pick up a book that I know is spicy. Yeah. I don't need all my books to be spicy. No, I'm the same way. 
Like, if a book makes me want to, like, get off my couch, pack mm-hmm. a bag, move to Alaska to find a bush pilot, like, that's when you know it's a good story. Yeah. Like, there's oh. days I look at Tom and I'm like, do we move to Montana? I want to make a dirty joke about Tom being your bush pilot. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Sometimes, like, I will be like, babe, you want to put on, like, Wrangler jeans, cowboy boots, and a cowboy hat? And he's like, what the fuck kind of porn are you reading now? <laughs> Boys say that just because there's, like, spice in books that, like, what you're reading, like, is just, like, straight up smut. I think he's also just, like, busting my chops. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't take me seriously. Like, there was one day, like, when, especially, like, the Edens, um, because I'm obsessed with that family, and they're, like, real in my mind. And their home in Montana is just beautiful. Of course. And so it was, like, the cutie little town that they live in. So I'm just like, we gotta go. I gotta find it. So I'm like, what would you do if I was like, hey, let's just pack up and move to Montana. And he just, like, shoots me down every time. I'm like, but why? I'll move there with you. Why can't you let me live out my fantasies? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go. We'll find New Hudson. That's the totally. Point. It's gotta be a little bit cheaper than New Jersey. Um, 100%. <laughs> Uh, like it's probably getting more expensive because I feel like it's like becoming like a hot spot, but like there's true. no way that it's nearly as expensive as New Jersey based yeah. prices. Like why is why is adulting so expensive? Honestly, I don't know, but like can somebody make it stop? Please, I mean even like cause if you don't know, I'm pregnant. Um, like I want my child to have a library, and like even the fucking baby books are expensive. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. They're, like, fucking five pages long with three words on each page. Yeah, that's why we need to become children's romance book authors. I could totally write... We could we could totally write a children's book. Oh, I mean, yeah. It would just be, like, illustrating it and all that. I keep telling Erica to do that because she's, like, already really good at, like, illustrations. That's and she's so funny. Um, my friend Sam wrote a children's book. Really? Yeah. One of my um, childhood friends wrote one, too. I normally give it to all my friends who are pregnant, so you might be getting that. I was going to say, what's it called? Because I feel like I, if it's Sam, I need to, like, own it. Well, I, I bought extra copies, so. Okay, perfect. It's called Izzy the Honeybee, though, for everybody else by Samantha Deluccio. That's so cute. It's really cute. Can we start dabbling in children's books? <laughs> One day when I have the energy. Seriously. No energy left. No, I'm, like, really tapped the fuck out. Um, and broke. I know. Well... <laughs> always broke honestly like but yeah today like there's so many today a lot came out so many books so the right move by Liz Tomberg came out today thankfully I got the arc so I'm not stressed about having to read that but Twisted by Emily McIntyre and then Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey like literally I think that I think I just got the notification that mine are going to deliver soon last week what came out the final offer by Lauren Asher, so I have that that I have to read. I mean, like, I don't have to read them right now, but, like, when something new comes out, I, like, want to read it right away. Yes. But I'm trying to not make myself stress. Like, that's what I said I was going to do this year. I'm not going to stress out about, like, new releases and, like, all that kind of shit. Like, I'm just going to do what I got to do when I got to do it, you know? And how's that going for you? Not well. Sorry, we take another intermission because my period is owning my entire life. Anyway, I think we were talking about, um... All the books that have been coming out and there's oh, not putting yes. pressure on oh, ourselves. Oh yeah, how's that going like, for you, Teresa? Are you are you reading so much and no. putting pressure on yourself? I think this. I think so far. What's today? February seventh. Yeah. Yes. I think I've only read like three books. That's pretty good. Yeah, that is good for me. Yeah. 
So, fuck on that. I told you I was going to, I mean, so January, I read like 23 books. Exactly. But I think right now for Christmas, I'm not forcing it. That's like, I don't know, like I feel, I get it because like when you're into, you, it, it's different because like when you love something, you don't mind doing a lot of it. Yeah. But then like, you're right, like then you get like all this hype and like, let's be honest, we all have TBRs that don't ever stop growing. Yeah. So, but like, and it's hard to start prioritizing. Yeah. But like, I'm with you. Like, I want to get to like the newer, like the Tessa Bailey and the Ellie McIntyre book. I definitely want to read this month, but I'm yeah. not going to like derail myself to get to it now. Right. When like, I don't know if I'm in the mood for a dark fairy tale retelling this second. So I think I'm going to do book two, like the Tattered in the Stars series. Yeah. Maybe I'll do Tessa Bailey after. Like, we, we must see how the mood is. Yeah, like, like I, I keep saying no I want to finish Daughter of No World. I want to read book two and three. And then maybe I'll do Tessa Bailey after that. Exactly. And it'll come down. And then, like, I do want to, like, you know, read the final offer. But, like, I'm not going to... If it's, okay, if it's, like, Crescent City 3, I'm putting pressure on myself One to really start it the day it releases. Like, no shot. But, like, I don't know. Like, what's the worst that could happen? I find out, like, you can't really... You can't... Spoil a Tessa Bailey book. book, like or like or even like a Mac, Ma- Emily McIntyre book. Like yeah. you'll see some quotes, but like if anything, that might make us more right, read a little exactly. bit more. <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, I'm really excited for them. I love the Fractured Fairy Tale series. They're fucking incredible. Um, I can't believe that uh, Wretched came out a year ago. That's nuts, right? Like it was. Literally I think amazing. Scarred might be my favorite. I think mine might be Wretched. I like that she was the villain and he was like, I mean, he wasn't sunshine at all, but he was like no. more of like the good guy. He's definitely a, gr- a gray character. Yeah. But she was closer to the color of black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was definitely had a black soul. Um, which I love that for her. I mean, same, honestly. And then, uh, I think that's it. I know there are, like, powerless, like, I mean, we obviously talked about it because now on the 10th. I know that I have other books, like, written down that are releasing, but I think that Twisted and Secretly Yours are, like, the two that I was most looking forward to. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And both today. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I know that next week we have All Roads, which we've talked about, and then another Spilling the Tea. And then I know that we talked about doing a Dramini fanfic. Um, We were going to do Manacles, but we talked to a Dramini lover, Maggie, yesterday. And she suggested starting with breast mints and battle scars. I Not buttholes. Yeah, I got it right this time. <laughs> and so I think we're going to do that. So we'll finalize And I believe it's shorter. I think it is shorter. So we'll finalize the schedule definitely um, before the end of the month. But that's what, that's what we're leaning towards for now. Agreed. I'm very excited. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll go down a rabbit hole. Send us your recs. Yep. But yeah. That is it. Oh, shorter one today because... I'm dying. It's just disease. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks for hanging out, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com we appreciate your support see you suckers